harmonic sound. A tape of this quality deserves to be played in the most sophisticated sense. <laughs> So, what you got going on? Anything? Oh, okay. So, just doing a few pieces here and there for okay. different shows. Um, just did the um, the pieces for the um, Game of Thrones pop-up show at Spoke Art. Right. And one of the pieces was um, the Cersei piece that I had actually done the year before for a show at Grizzle Gallery. But when it didn't sell and came back, I was able to put it in this show, which nice. makes me happy. And yeah. then the Sansa piece, I had started during the last season. And I didn't get it done before the season was over. And then I was just like, well, all right, I'm just going to hold off on it. And it was literally hanging up in my studio for the last two years. So when I got the invite to be in this show, I finished that one up. Nice. Sent that one out as well. So that's cool. Is uh, Spoke one of the places that you usually Yeah, I used to show at Spoke a lot. I Mm -hmm. was doing a lot of shows there, but I haven't done as much recently. So I've just been kind of branching out to some different places. But, you know, if they ask me and it's something I'm interested in, I'll do it. Um, That's cool. You know, they do a lot of, like, very specifically themed shows, which and they're all really cool. But, you know, um, Game of Thrones is definitely one that is – I like painting that stuff anyway, so. Right. But, yeah. Um, Um, So other than – the Game of Thrones one, do you have anything coming up that you want to um, talk about? Yeah, sure. I'm working on a really itty-bitty piece for <laughs> Wow X Wow. It's an online gallery, um, okay. and they have um, just, uh, they're based out of Scotland, and they get artists from all over the world. So it's a pretty cool, um, it's, their Instagram has like a bazillion followers, and they just post some really, really cool curated work on there. And so I've shown with them someone, a few times. I think someone referred me to them, but... I'm so busy. Well, go check yeah. out their stuff, at least. It's, like, really... I mean, all of their work is really intense. I'm probably one of the, like, least intense artists that uh, they have. Probably. It's, like, really surreal and just, like, yeah. kind of... I don't know. Just... I don't know how else to describe it. And it's, like, pretty intense. Yeah. Um, so doing a little tiny piece for um, the Microvision show, which is... I think it's 8 inches. Maybe it's um, 12 by 12 and under, but I'm doing a little 5 by mm. 5 piece. So I just cool. started that one today. And then after that, the next thing I have is um, a painting I'm doing for a show at Mize Gallery in St. Pete, Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Chad Mize, who we've uh, known for years, he used to own uh, Blue Lucy Gallery, also in St. Pete. Right. Just um, about a year ago, he opened this new space. Um, so this is the first show I'll be having a piece. And Adrian did something a few months back with them. So it's an LGBTQ um, portrait show, and it's to coincide with uh, Pride, St. Pete Pride. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be painting Cindy Lauper. Um, He had a whole, like, list of different (laughs) um, LGBTQ um, icons we could choose from, and Mm -hmm. I made sure I got in there first so I could pick Cindy because I've been wanting to paint her for a while. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm about... Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I found... Uh, reference picture I really like from the 90s so she's like a little more like glammy looking a little oh, less nice. you know the kind of like when we think of her the 80s kind of like crazy hair look so I think it's a little something different I'm excited to awesome. get it started and other than that um, I've been showing at um, Grizzle Gallery um, it's Grizzle Gallery and Tattoo and they're out of um, uh, Brooklyn New York and mm-hmm. I've been showing with them quite a bit and uh, it's a really cool space Zoe Williams is the curator over there uh-huh. and 
So I'm going to be doing something for their Cult of Meow show, which I do every year, which is cats. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and I have to look to see if I've got something else. Um, I love the cats. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I've got cooking right now. Um, yeah. I usually don't plan too, too far ahead. Love but, you know. Oh, thanks. That one was um, in the uh, a show at Grizzle. It sold. I think Zoe bought it. Yeah. And the other one that has, like, the kind of two cats, the... Oh, yeah. Superimposed. That one also um, nice. was that grizzle. Do you yeah. sell a lot from your website, or is it mostly a gallery? Mostly galleries. Yeah. Um, once in a while, I sell stuff just like someone will inquire. Right. But um, also, um, I get a lot of commission requests. I just nice. finished up. That's what I was really busy with. Um, was three pretty involved commissions for um, a new collector in Oregon. Or oh, not cool. Oregon, I'm sorry, Seattle, Seattle, Washington. Nice. My bad. So, yeah, she's I over from that, that area. Yeah, oh, Seattle is awesome. City. Yeah. Yeah. So those are pretty um, complex pieces, and um, it was really, it's kind of fun when you work with somebody and they have these ideas and you bring your ideas in. It's a lot more like yes. kind of being a scenic painter, which is you know yeah. my background, um, you know. I didn't past. know that. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah. I remember something about it, but I didn't know that till I met Spanky, because he was like, I used to work with her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yep, yep. Yeah, I, when I first moved to Orlando, that was my first job when um, I got here, was Islands of Adventure when they were building the park. Yes. So, yeah, I guess that would be back in, like, 98, 99, I think right around there. So mm -hmm. I did that for about 14, 15 years oh, cool. um, before I, like, quote-unquote, retired oh, okay. because my body just didn't I'm want doing, to do it anymore. <laughs> the guy I'm doing music with, or I'm going to start doing music with, worked on that. That was, like, oh, the cool. first thing he worked on. His name's Don Yu. He was hmm. like. I wonder who, who he you know like who he worked for. Twenty, something back then. Yeah. No, he worked with uh, Maureen and oh, okay. Spanky. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, I was over at my band, so we worked on. It was called the Lost Continent. I don't know if it still is. It's where Harry Potter is now. Like most of the stuff yeah, I hated has been torn down. Um, so yeah, the Lost Continent's still there. Yeah. Um, Sinbad's not doing anything right now. It's like closed. Oh, I don't okay. know what they're gonna do with it. Poseidon show's still there. Um, I'm not sure about yeah. Poseidon. That's, I think, would be the only thing that, well, we're just, anyway. Yeah, so I worked on some stuff over there, but cool. in a little bit at the Port of Entry. And then just, like, bounced around, theme park stuff, shop oh, stuff, great. traveled a lot for work. I wound up being an art director for a little themed entertainment company for oh, cool. a few years. And then we got bought out, our shop got closed down. And, oh. and I got into teaching, so, you know. Gotcha. Totally did, like, you know, I don't want to say, like, a 180, but, like, maybe a 90. Because mm -hmm. still art related. From? Um, Sarasota, Florida. That's oh. where I grew up, and that's where I went to college. I went to Ringling um, oh, nice. College of Art and Design over there. Yeah. 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 I've only been there a few times um, to see the college. I've been to the um, museum a bunch of times. That museum's nice, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's And they have a new Asian art wing that they Ooh. opened recently. Yeah. And it's, I, I need it's to go super back. nice over there. Yeah. I love that place. It's just it's um, a pretty little town. I mean, yeah. the beaches are really, really pretty. Yeah. I like yeah. the West Coast beaches better. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. I like the water. You can just kind of float in, and yeah. you can see the bottom. Um, Adrian, uh, my husband, grew up in Cape Canaveral, so he likes the oh, Atlantic. Cool. But the, I get in the Atlantic, I feel like I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> it's, just, it's a lot. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So you mentioned teaching. What do you teach? Um, I teach um, art. One art. and two. It's art one and two over at um, Full Sail University uh -huh. and um, for the game art and computer animation students. And basically art one is 
more or less kind of like grade school art. It's the basics gotcha. for the, you know, since a lot of students don't get art in high school and in yeah, grade school anymore. That's too bad. It's just to kind of get everybody on the same page as far as like just doing observational drawing and mm -hmm. learning to use, you know, line and value and, you know, just the super duper basics. And then in art too, they get into a little bit more of like the college level stuff oh, cool. where they're doing like some figure drawing. We go to the zoo once a month and oh, they get to draw fun. animals. So they do some character design, some a little bit of sculpting. So, you know, it's just to kind of get them caught up. I mean, even though it's not um, a traditional art degree program, it's mm -hmm. like a good foundation for them. That's it's, great. It's like, you know, and it helps if you're getting a job in the industry to be able to draw, you know, to say, right. hey, you know, you yeah. can just draw yeah. you know, in a meeting. Well, hey, come up with an idea. You know, you don't have to like whip out Photoshop and all <laughs> that. You can have a little tablet or a piece of paper and, you know, right. draw something up. Um, when I, <laughs> so Bungalow is the first um, scenic job I've ever had. Ah. And I've only been there since November. Mm -hmm. And when I met Spanky the first day, he's like, can you draw? Can you do this? Can you do that? You know, it's like, if I didn't learn all that stuff in high school, I would be oh, like, no, no, no. And it's like, well, I guess it wouldn't work out. Yeah. So those, those very, like, almost not really rudimentary, but like those those basics are yeah, really good yeah. to have, even if you're a digital artist. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really amazing how many like young people learned everything on the computer. Like yeah. they don't do like pencil and paper. It's just, it's like they're coming from a completely different place than like people my age, you know, from my generation. Cause we were like, Gen X was the last generation that didn't grow up with the internet. Right. So, or, I mean, I had a computer, but you couldn't do anything with it. So, yeah. you know? <laughs> I'm like, right at the end of Gen X. <laughs> So I, I was like, I was like in that small period from like 79 to 82 mm -hmm. where we just started getting computers and using them more and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember like elementary school uh, learning on a Mac, I forget what it's called, the Mac 4 maybe? It had like a like an eight by eight screen, and it was cute, and right? And it was like a little box, yeah. and it was like that weird, like kind of cream color. Yeah, Aww. I had one of those. Um, yeah, I worked at uh, the gallery at Ringling College when I when I went there. It was my like you know um, student work job, and. Um, I had one of those, yeah. and it was kind of like in this little back storage room, oh, that's yeah, and you'd boot it up, and it had a little smiley face, yeah. and you're like, hi, buddy, and yeah, we I don't remember being able to do anything on that thing. We had a computer class, <laughs> like, they knew that we would be using computers, so, like, oh, yeah. it was elementary, like, I can't even remember what grade, but it was, like, early, and, like, they knew. Yeah. I think we had it pretty early, too, yeah, because I remember playing the Oregon Trail. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, and I know that was grade school, yep. Yeah, that was fun. We're in it's an interesting generation, though, because I, at my age, you're either, like, extremely online or you're not online at yeah, all. It's, right. like, it's really interesting. You know, it is. People younger than me, yeah, it's just, it's second nature. Right. Do you, I think, find, do you find it useful? Um, I think if I had grown up with the Internet more, it would have been better because I feel like there's a few things that I'm not very good at. And, I mean, I'm good at being online just, like, fight with people like <laughs> spew my opinion but I'm not that great a promoter and I feel uh, like if I'd grown up with it more with more social media savvy I'm you know I think I see people who are like really good at promoting themselves online and yeah, I feel like me too I'm like I'm kind of bad at it like I really need somebody to do it for me because right. I feel like it's just it's not second nature for me to just be that extremely online in like a way 
like, you know, just get on there, post some pictures, promote your thing. You know, I'm definitely, I'm that's a learning curve for me. I'm better wording the things, you know? Yeah. That's like my hardest thing. You just got to stay on top of it. Yeah. I got to finally got like a nice iPhone though. So maybe, maybe that'll change. <laughs> <laughs> I had like a 5C forever. Nice. Yeah. The camera on the new ones are good. Finally, I'm getting really good cat pictures. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How do, do you scan your artwork for prints? Um, I do. I yeah. do. And um, the larger ones I have to send out and have scanned. We used to have a really good large format scanner at work, mm-hmm. and it's been on the fritz for a while. So I've been oh. sending them out. And the only problem with that is that moves my deadlines up so much for right. artwork. If it's like, oh, I have to ship it out by, like, June 1st, all of a sudden, no, I have to have it done by, like, May 1st because the place where I get them scanned has a really long wait time. I mean, they do a great job though. It's totally worth it. When Michelle and I were doing our full-time or attempting to do our full-time, we uh, ran into that problem doing conventions because we were doing conventions in Arizona and like out of the state. Oh, yeah. So it's like you can't wait until the last minute. You have to have it like at least a month ready so we started um taking pictures of it with our nice camera and then we bought that really nice printer over there Ooh, yeah so we can do up to like 17 inch wide mm-hmm. and we just do it all ourselves and it makes it so much easier That's but cool. like i i do like i like how having someone else do the work is like much better, but it is nice, but it does like put you in a thing. Yeah, uh, you're you're beholden to someone else now. Like you're not, you know, you're not independent. You have somebody like, okay, come on. Right. But the guy that I use is really good, and it is nice not having to color correct my own stuff and right. all that. And I I don't really do prints because I don't do conventions. I feel like to do prints for me, unless I'm gonna go somewhere where I can sell a bunch of them mm-hmm. at once to just do one offs and things. I mean it's totally not worth it people be like are you gonna do a print of that i'm like probably not (laughs) um you know it's just if i was to do art fairs and stuff i think that's where the money is as far as getting prints out there right but i i i've kind of like stopped doing them only i only do them for um the local articles the shop and adventure i really only do them for that that's awesome now yeah, that's cool because that you they're have there to... all the time. It's yeah. like, you know, a gift shop. So that's I sell cool. those a lot. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And then I have three of my original VHS tapes there. That's so cool. that were And since they put those up, my prints have started selling more. I'm like, well, I wish they would sell one of the originals. Ah, <laughs> yeah. That's the big commitment, though, yeah, you know. know. It's, yeah. I haven't been over there. I didn't know they had, cool. there was a gallery there in, inside yeah. of Islands of Adventure. That's really cool. Yeah, it's um, right next to the Talking Fountain. Oh, okay. Yeah. It used to be a magic shop. I know exactly. I painted that place. Did you? Yeah. yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yep, on the outside, yeah. That was fun. A hundred years ago. I'm sure it's been painted again since then, but yeah. my paint's under there somewhere. That's great. That's really cool. Yeah, next yeah. time I'm over there. We don't um, have passes to Universal, no. but if we get a hold of some, I'll definitely go check that out. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's cool. And, um, they put a little sandwich board outside with the artist's name on oh, there. wow. Because they have an artist come and paint live for like... I don't know, four hours. That's, That's awesome. what I'm doing after this. 
That is really cool. And you do at um, um, Tucci Tango, Tango, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the lady that does the art at Tango, she owns the shop, so Ah. it's it's a really simple transition. That's so cool that Universal has something like that, though, right in the park. Yeah, it is Um, cool. Closest thing Disney has, I guess, would be Pop Gallery. Um, My friend Michael, um, Terribly Odd, he shows his stuff over there. Yeah. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, I've met him, but, like, he would never remember because <laughs> it was in passing, you know. And he's the nicest guy. If you ever yeah. make it to one of his shows and just reintroduce yourself, you know, yeah. it's him and it's super cool. I like, I, yeah. I see, um, what's his name? Will Pig there all the time because he seems to be there all the time. <laughs> you know Will Pig? <laughs> I don't think I do. It sounds he, familiar. He does these really intricate cutouts, like paper oh. cutouts. And they're at Pop Gallery. And he, oh, okay. He sells a lot of them out of there. And oh, he nice. Does, he does really well at conventions. Awesome. But they're really intricate stuff. Yeah. Um, speaking patience. of patience, yeah, <laughs> you, I don't know how you have the patience. I mean, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird to say this because usually people talk about patience in oil, but the way you paint in acrylic, I wouldn't have the patience <laughs> for that because. I, I use acrylic for, like, underpainting. Yeah, yeah. And it dries so fast. It oh, dries, no. It dries yeah. me insane. Regular acrylic is horrible. It's like painting it with, with, like, chalk. Yeah. I do the, uh, all my underpaintings in regular acrylic because it just dries really fast. Right. And it's tough. And then I use um, golden open acrylics on top. Oh, okay. So there's, like, they're not, like, synthetic oils. I'm not going to even compare them to oils. But... Right they have a much longer dry time and okay. but um on the downside is they don't have as much binder in them they're not as tough yeah. so i used to do the underpainting in the open acrylics and then wait for it to dry a couple of days and then do the painting on top and it and a lot of times it would lift oh, the paint yeah. underneath right. it so which you have with acrylics regardless but yeah. but by putting down like that first coat with just the traditional acrylics and then going on top of it, it it's been my process up a lot yeah but I'm able to do more blending and layering and, you know, like stuff like fur and clouds. It looks a lot better. Yeah, I, I used to just paint with straight up regular acrylics. And I remember it was like my darkest hour was I was trying to get this stuff done for a show for the Peacock Room like, I don't know, years and years oh, ago. I think like 2008. Days. And I was trying to paint a cheek on somebody, just like a smooth cheek. And mm-hmm. it was all weekend and I couldn't get it right. And I was like crying. I'm like, oh, no, we got to get it right. And, and wow. it was so bad, and it's because those regular acrylics, it just kept lifting, or yeah. it wouldn't blend, and so I forget how I came across the open acrylics. It was right when they started making them, and I just yeah. saw something, and I could get, like, a little starter pack at Sam Flax for just a few bucks, so I was yeah. like, well, I'm going to just try it, and it changed everything about the way I painted, like, oh, everything great. about it. I mean, it's just, like, it went, my work went from being, like, eh, it's okay, to being, like, even more okay. It was definitely like it was allowed me to do stuff a little bit more naturalistic and less cartoony. Oh, so, cool. you know, just by having that dry time, you know, change. So I love the way oils look and I just don't want to deal with I don't blame you. I don't want to deal with them because of the chemicals. I spent so many years in scenic dealing with right. a lot of chemicals that I actually have become super chemical sensitive oh, like wow. i can go into anaphylaxis from like the end i couldn't go like okay. i could like i wouldn't be able to like do spray paint mural like if i spray paint oh, stuff wow. i get super sick yeah. Interesting. i know it's, it's called it just you build up so much chemicals in your body mm-hmm. that you just and you know i started doing scenic when i was like 
I don't know, like 24 or 25. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was going to live forever. So I was not taking the proper exactly. precautions. I mean, I was like doing automotive paint and then I'd be using acetone to like clean yeah. off my arms. Like, oh, get this paint off. I'll just put acetone all over my body. Yeah. Lacquer thinner. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah. So to just, you know, just be careful. That would be yeah. my, yeah. Just make sure you're wearing your respirator. And right. Yeah. Like, that, beard, that, that beard is probably work. not either I hate no, to say <laughs> no. and I get respirator beard all the time yeah. I was talking to a guy at, um, at the Will's Affair about that because he had a beard thing set up I was actually just talking to someone I'm like how do you how do you get it from being so crimped and weird and he gave me all these cool okay oh, um, like tips but conditioner yeah, and stuff yeah. keep it soft it's so you know. weird I feel like I grew myself more now than when I had hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> not hair, it's just little moved bit. south, that's yeah, all. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's a little bit back here, but I shave it. So. Yeah, Yeah. easier. Definitely easier. So what is your background as far as art goes? Like the traditional, I, I was always yeah. drawing. And oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, both of my parents are artistic. My mom's, you know, drawn and painted, and my dad was... Um, did cartooning he did painting he was an architect he you know built out designed houses so you know he's like a basically you're all around like renaissance man as far as doing stuff like that so both parents really encouraged me so just yeah i'd get home from school and i'd draw just put on scooby-doo and draw and (laughs) draw and draw and draw and draw and i draw during school and get in trouble and you know it's just like the thing i did and it was just like you know my aunt um, also went to ringling like back when it was like a two-year college she went there, I think it was like back in the 70s, and okay. she's a professional artist, did, nice. did the art fairs and the craft fairs, and then um, wound up working in the scenic industry, too. Um, oh, wow. So, and my cousin, Christopher, he's an artist, he does stuff, you know, really, he does, be- you love his work, he does beautiful, yeah. like, pen and ink drawings. Oh, things. nice. So, it's just, you know, it's just a family that has, like, an artistic background, and was always encouraging of that, and so I was always drawing, and it was kind of a given that I was going to go to art school, Mm -hmm. and um, so when I got done, you know, in high school, did all the AP art classes, you know, joined art club, Um, I wanted to be an animator for Disney, that was like, I want to be an animator for Disney, and we even took, like, the tour, we, as the art club, and I remember one of the things they were like, so really, at the time, I had, like, black hair, and I was, like, half-shaved and all, and they were, like, there's, like, really strict appearance standards to work oh, at Disney, yeah. and I'm, like, even as an animator? And they're, like, yeah, and I was, like, ah, I don't yeah. know about this Disney dream. Well, so I was still thinking about being an illustrator and going into illustration, and I wound up doing um, a, a portfolio day at Ringling, right. and I talked where you bring on your work and yeah. your high school work, and you talk to all the different teachers, and I wound up talking to um, Patrick Linhart who's the head of the printmaking department oh, wow. um, in the fine arts department. And he really encouraged me to go into fine arts because all my work was more like kind of fine arty looking. Yeah. And so that was like really gave me something to think about. And I wound up applying to a bunch of different schools and I wanted to go to RISD. Um, and I got into RISD and I got into a few other ones. And RISD at the time, it was like 200 grand to get through the program. Oh, wow. So And it really, because I'd be out of state and there just mm-hmm. wasn't a whole lot of... Um, incentive to get me to go you know financially um i wound up deciding to go to ringling which is also really good school um it was where i grew up so it wasn't like this this grand adventure or anything but it was definitely like i'm glad i went there that's perfect i think leaving home you know i mean i left my house but i think leaving home and going into college might have been too much for me at the time just kind of it's a lot yeah it is a lot for a young person i was just at yeah um, i was just at 
Rollins yesterday, and I'm, I'm like looking at the kids. I'm like, man, that's that's got to be tough. Yeah. Like, and a lot of those kids are from an, out of the. They're even out of from out of the country. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. So it's like it's a lot of our thing. students too. Yeah, a yeah. lot of our students are international, and you know, so there it's a, it is it's a lot. And so I think I don't know. I I, I think it'd be impossible to get me out of Florida. It's just you know, <laughs> yeah. born here, gonna die here. I think I think I'm probably <laughs> the same way. Yeah. Unless something extravagant comes Where, up. Are you, you from know? Florida? Yeah. Hey. I was born in Deland. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah yeah that's where my brother and his family are. Oh nice. Miranda. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Miranda. Yeah. She's cool. She is cool. I like her. I like her, too. I'm glad I'm glad she's doing well there at Bungalow. That's awesome. Me, too. Yeah. Like, we had, we always have really good talks, I think, because we like the same things, and we know the same people, yeah. where there's other people in my department that are kind of, like, standoffish towards her. It's so weird. <sighs> and I'm like, why? Yeah. I like everybody. So scenic. You, scenic. The scenic world is just a bunch of crabs in a bucket, Jeff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it I really know. is. I was like the biggest jerk when I was a scenic. I was, really? I was just, we all were. I mean, it was just like really like you yell, you throw things, you know. Yeah. It's, it's very physical work and it's hard and it's stressful. I mean, it's fun and rewarding, but I definitely think like when I went into then like academia quote unquote um i had to like learn how to be like a human being again everybody's right. so nice like i work with the nicest it's people so and weird, they're like right? polite and like not horrible to each other and it's like it's i'm still learning it's, it's like so, i've been doing it eight years and i'm still like, like man everyone's nice flipping a switch. yeah I'm like i can't throw anything at you can i <laughs> right yeah i've just seen that a lot oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's like uh, you, it's it's weird but there are leads of different departments that are not like that they can handle themselves a lot better not paint though no. we're gonna be paint no they no it's not gonna be paint no no, no. we have everything <laughs> in that in that in that building yeah. everything they just got a giant 3d printer oh how fun yeah, oh that's it's awesome like 10 feet by 10 feet like a giant oh, 3d wow. printer. Yeah. Uh, i gotta come and visit you can stand in there you can you can be like the fly, you know, you stand over here. That's right. I saw Miranda posted a yeah. picture of it. Oh, that's, you could have a 3D print of yourself made. Probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. So they have the big scanner too? I'm not too. bigger than 10 feet. So no, yeah. you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about printmaking yeah. at Ringling. You see that print up there on the left? I do. That guy was one of the first drawing teachers at Ringling in 1931. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, my grandmother gave me that in a folder of a bunch of other stuff. And I researched his name and Ringling kept popping up. So I clicked wow. on it and then he was one of the first um, drawing instructors at Ringling. That is really cool. Isn't that wild? They'd probably be very interested in that. Really? At the school. Yeah. yeah. Send a picture to him. I should like, send a picture look. to them. And his paintings, he, he grew up, you know, he was painting with all the post-impressionists, right? Yeah. So he yeah. knows all those people, and, like, you can see it in his paintings, too. I mean, that's a black that's a really That's print. a really cool thing. Yeah. That's why I still have it, because it's, it's, I don't know, it's not really my style, but it still has a cool value to it. Oh, yeah. You know? A little Florida history, too. Yeah. I, yeah. um... 
I was a printmaking major at Ringling. I didn't start painting until I got out of school. Oh, wow. Um, and I love printmaking, but printmaking takes a lot of equipment and mm-hmm. a lot of space. And I was, um, I did, you know, when you go through school, you have to do a little bit of everything. You try right. it all, like etching and aqua tints and, you know, all that stuff. But I was a screen printer. I decided to do oh, um, yeah. screen printing. And I was completely, and it was kind of ironic because I was completely like horrified by all the chemicals in printmaking, mm-hmm. which is why I went into screen printing and I used only like water-based inks. And I was like trying to be all like super eco about yeah. it. And then I go into scenic afterwards. And yeah, like, so you're like, uh, like threw all that out the, the window. The worst things. The worst things. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I really enjoyed, um, what I liked about screen printing and printmaking in general is process. It's very process oriented. Yeah. And, you know, I was, you know, you, you come up with the drawing, you go and use the dark room, you know, yeah. you just, you prep the screen, you do all these different steps. And it, it, I don't know, something about that I found like really comforting and just like a really kind of enjoyable workflow and I was a sculpture minor and I mm. would do casting. So oh, I would do cool. like, um, make my own little like molds and cast things in wax, you know? So again, yeah. I was making multiples and is very process oriented. So which is probably what I really liked about scenic work too. It's very process oriented. Yeah, it is. And uh, with painting, I didn't know how to paint at all. Like I took a couple painting classes and I hated it. And so, but when I got to starting scenic work, it's like, oh shit, I gotta learn how to paint. Right? So that was, you know, I learned how to paint. And then paint, you know, you don't really need a lot of space to do it. No. So, I mean, it's so by trying, you know, taught myself how to do it. I never really had any painting lessons per se, other than, you know, what I just learned doing scenic work with the people I worked with. But um, it's also for me, I keep it pretty process oriented because I do all my work in Photoshop first. So everything I'm, you know, all my ideas, they go into that and then transfer by the time it the gets exact to the same thing yeah so by the time i'm painting it's really i've got my reference there i've got it all mapped out and it's really like just technical at that point yeah. you know all the creativity is on the computer exactly i find it so much easier to do it that way than to just like kind of okay i'm going to start painting oh i don't like it i'm going to paint it again yeah. i don't like it i'm going to paint it again i like i want it so much easier just to control z and <laughs> right. fix it a lot of tattoo yeah. artists are using um, um what's it called the iPad Pro, it's got a program on there, and like every time you touch the screen, it uh, is a new layer. Um, my friend Lou, who just recently tattooed mm-hmm. me, um, Lou Pimble over at um, Built for Speed, uh-huh. um, he uses, I don't know what program he uses, but he was he drew all his stuff up uh-huh. on, and I think um, Steve Roberts, he tattooed me recently too, and he I think he used, I think that was all done on, on an iPad too. Yeah. The future. I know. I'm a lot yeah. of them are using them, and a lot of them, like, think it's a cop-out, you know? And I'm like, I'm like, whatever. It's like the people who, like, complain if you project or map out, like, your mural. Yeah, it's like, know. it's your work. Yeah. You're just trying to be efficient. Time's money. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not going to name names, but I know there was, like, some sort of kerfuffle about that a few years back. And yeah. I, was I posted like, something about that on, um like artists trying to make a living or whatever yeah. and it got like 300 re- replies because everybody was going back and forth that and might have been what i saw it was yeah. interesting <laughs> i was like whoa because i was people I was, have opinions <laughs> yes they do especially artists oh, yeah <laughs> it's like i was i was struggling to get this drawing right and i was doing it freehand for a painting and mm-hmm. i, I I was frustrated, so I was like, let me see what other people have to say about this. And I thought that was the perfect place to do it. 
and people were just like for, back and forth, the back popcorn. And forth, back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I feel like whatever gets you from point A to point B. Same here. With and you're having fun, and you're not right. frustrated, and you're getting it done, and you're enjoying it. It's all that really matters. I mean, I, I'm not worried about how other people do their stuff. They, they don't need to worry about how I'm doing my stuff, which I don't think they I do. agree. But I feel like, you know, everyone, we can just be supportive of each other. You know? Right. It's like, who we'll cares? Leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, who cares? <laughs> it doesn't matter. If the final product looks good, it really doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. process is, you know, I find process, other people's process is interesting just to learn you right. know and be like oh, but but as far as to like critique it or you know get down on it I cake and i talk no about it all that. the time because um yeah. <clears throat> in orlando there's there's probably more people that work in acrylic than oil it's so probably true so cake and i every time we get together we're always like <clears throat> talking about talking shop about it oh yeah the new stuff and i only use um I use this thing called non-solvent medium. It's safflower oil. Oh, nice. And mineral spirits. That's all I use for mediums. Oh, and nice. I, I do like half and half. Sometimes I'll add a uh-huh. little more mineral spirits to get a, a deeper layer or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, a more thin layer. Yeah, yeah. But that's like pretty much all I use. And mm-hmm. like he uses like Laquin and different things. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I like, I've used it before, but for what I'm doing, this works better. Because yeah. Lequin is good for, like, I don't know, you know who Ched Zar is? Oh, yeah. So he uses Lequin. So mm-hmm. a lot of artists that have, like, styles similar to him mm-hmm. use Lequin. Whereas, like, mine is, I'm trying to be more loose, a lot more loose. And it's easier to do it with what I'm doing, I've found. Because Lequin is like a film. Okay. Yeah, so it's a little harder to be loose with Lequin. I did one oil painting once in college, yeah. and it turned to mud. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. I'm loath to admit, but, like, for a while there, I was doing my paintings with, like, leftover scenic paint and house yeah. paint. And, <sighs> yeah. I know. I, was, I, I was know. Learning. I know people that do fine art with house paint. Yeah. It's, like, interesting. It works for some people. Yeah. I guess there it worked are, for Basquiat. Pretty... It worked for Pollock, I guess, right? right? <laughs> Actually, Pollock worked in oil. Did he? Yeah. You just Which put them in the big buckets. Yeah, and he used, um, what did he use? Um, I think it's called Galkin. Oh. It's like a, it, make, it, keep, it makes it thick. Oh, okay. But it, but it also um, makes it, um, what do you call it? More viscous? Yes, more yeah. viscous. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's how he was able to do it. I love viscosity. Yeah, it's fun. I like paint that's viscous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite color of paint? I don't know my favorite color. The one I use the most is Payne's Gray. Payne's Gray is awesome. Yeah. I'm always telling people don't, if you stay away from black, unless you're doing like the pupil of an eye and you really just need black, 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 because black will like eat everything in your painting. But Payne's yeah. Gray is such a good, not black. And even mm-hmm. if you layer it or mix it up with a little Van Dyke brown. That's exactly you what I do. <laughs> get like an almost black that's just so much softer. Yeah, the Van Dyke brown yeah. kind of like kills the um, the bluish exactly. tint to it. So it makes it like more black. It just makes it such a nice, it's so nice just to mix your own kind of like blackish tints. I like ultramarine violet too. Yeah, that's a good one. They're, and it's real transparent and it's just so good for skin tone, like to get like under the eyes or any kind of shadows. I just... It's just to, you know, have that as, like, a counter to, like, your more, like, warm hues. Right. It just looks so natural. I've been, I'm not 
trained, I've only been trained in high school and it was very little bit of oil painting here and there, like mm -hmm. how to use the mediums and things. It wasn't much about like technique or anything. So when I'm working, I, I'm almost like, um, learning as I go. Yep. Right. That's how you do it. That's yeah. how I did it. Yeah. It was like my first few paint. Well, not for few, but the first few years of painting using the open acrylics. So it's like I, all my people were grayscale. Everybody mm -hmm. was grayscale because I just wasn't ready. I needed to keep working on just building form, like right. you know, naturalistic form. And you know, it took me a while then because once you switch over to like color on you know skin tones and yeah. all, it's like oh, I'm not just working with black and white anymore. Now I'm working with like right. so many colors and just the way this like light hits skin yeah I mean yeah. it could be almost blue somewhere and then it's like yellow in other areas so, right yeah. it's and a I, challenge I've been doing that where it's like um the complementary colors so I've been using a lot of that for like oh, the yeah. backgrounds and stuff mm -hmm. or even like um I try not to I try to focus on certain areas like that one uh-huh it's very loose in certain areas and then the rest of it's tight right gives well, you a focal kind point. of tight yeah. yeah so like um i'll take the loose areas and i'll tint it the opposite of what i'm trying to oh, focus on you know okay I mean? okay i like that idea so it, it almost like breaks them up even yeah, more yeah so i i'm working on a painting of erin nolan and her friend <gasps> i love erin rochelle i think is her friend's name uh-huh and, well, the reason I chose that picture is because it looks like a painting. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing this show at Barefoot Spa mm -hmm. for its 15 artists, 15 paintings. Oh, cool. And um, three categories, and then the rest you can do whatever, mm -hmm. right? And the one that I'm doing whatever is just whatever. And that picture caught my eye, so I'm going to do it. Oh, awesome. And I'm doing the same thing where it's like I'm focusing on the face but like the other parts, like their clothing and stuff, is I'm tending it to where it's opposite from their face, so gotcha. you focus on the face more. Mm -hmm. And I almost did it naturally, like it was like natural. I'm like, well, I, I should be using this color to do this. <laughs> you know, it's weird, but after a while, I think it comes naturally. Yeah, you just kind of get an instinct for color, yeah. and you know, like what works with what. And I look at some of the older stuff I did, and I was like, I'm kind of embarrassed because I'd be like, well, I have red, blue, purple over here. And now I need to put green, yellow, you know, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm throwing, every, it's like rainbow city. And it's like <laughs> every single color. And I look at, I'm like, oh my God, you know, pick, pick a few, pick yeah. a few. You don't have to like go crazy with it. So, you know, just trying to like limit. And I think that if I'm, if I'm going to say I'm giving myself kind of a challenge, which mm -hmm. I think, I mean, every painting is a challenge. Every time I start yes. a new painting, I'm like, I don't know how to paint anymore. I forgot. <laughs> how the hell did I do this? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh man. You ever I'm, try to keep notes of what you do? No, no, Me no, no. So I'm just trying to like, you know, maybe um, limit my palette a little more. Just like mm -hmm. challenge myself, you know, to do more with less. Your art is very colorful. And, I love um, color. We talked about mm -hmm. Payne's Gray. Do you have a favorite color? Um, I think, gosh, I don't know. As far as like just a go-to color. I mean, yeah. in real life, I really don't like red a ton. Like okay. I wouldn't want a red car. I don't want red sneakers, but I, um, really like, like pearly red. Okay. It's just so red and it's just so good for like getting like the red of like cat's mouth or yeah. like you want to do something like just really bright and vibrant. Um, 
I mean, I used, I think that's what I used on that piece I did for um, Last Rites Gallery. And that was the one with like the super red eyes and the super red mouth. It's just such a good kind of evil mm-hmm. red, if you like, you know, I mean, not that my work's all that. That's, that's as evil as I could get right there. It's not yeah. very evil. No, no, <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm showing it at Last Rites. I'm like, you man, it's going to be the softest thing there. No, that's perfect. <laughs> as far as like what you do, that's perfect for that. <laughs> Because it's got the kind of the creepy monotonic background and then the red eyes and the yellow, you know, I can see why you did the yellow. It needed something. Yeah. It, was, it was getting a little lost in there. Um, uh, so. Yeah, because the background and the color of the, the fur similar. is very similar. I had a really hard time for some reason with that scan getting getting a good representation. Sometimes really? it's the colors that are in the paint, you're never going to get them digitally. Right. It's, I used to paint with a lot of fluorescent paints because I just liked the way they looked. Oh, that's you fun. Can't, you can't scan them. No. Yeah, you can't. It doesn't. No, it, can't. It, it really almost looks kind of dead. I think I had one print where I, I would, I think, yeah, it was, I did a little painting of little Bub and his, her tongue was out. So I used a little bit of fluorescent paint on the tongue yeah. to really make it pop. Had a print made for someone. I had to go back in and paint the tongue fluorescent because it, yeah. it looks so like kind of dead it didn't even have any like oomph to it if you did um um, more prints i think something like that would be good doing it as a um serigraph or lithograph because you're using you can use fluorescent paints for i mean uh, inks and then you could almost you could almost like replicate it even better that way fun i see what they do at disney like downtown disney has that kind yeah. of nice gallery of all the Disney stuff. And they'll have, it's like a canvas print, and they just come in and do a little highlight and stuff yes. on top. I saw those things for crazy money. I know. I know the artists don't get that much of it, but no. still, it's like, whoa. No. A lot of... That's nuts. Well, I know because um, the shop that I paint at is owned by um, the um, the lady that works at, that does the art at Tango's. Uh-huh. She actually owns the shop, so yeah. she has to pay them rent. And because of that, the commission is a little higher. So I'm sure there's something like that going on in downtown Disney as well. Yeah. 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 I think, I don't know. I think the splits. I, I don't know how the split is on prints. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't I, know. I know the split at Pop Galleries. Definitely not 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think the rent's got to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And it's such a nice space, you know. I know. It's still an awesome place to show at. I know one person that works there. A girl, and like I didn't know her until I went in there one day, and she's like, "Hey, we're friends on Facebook." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, bye. <laughs> nice to meet you." But um, I don't know. Like I think um, it's hard to sell art like mine, but I think yours would do well in Pop Gallery. You know what I think that my issue might be, hmm. if you look there, there's nothing, and this was something um, that came up when I was invited to be in a Jurassic Park theme show last year, <laughs> and it was gonna be at Comic-Con, or not yeah. Comic-Con, um, Designer-Con, and I was oh, like, okay. it was somebody that I'd shown with before in LA, you know, a curator, and I was like, yeah, that's gonna be fun, I'm gonna paint Laura Dern, I love Laura Dern, I had right. it all mapped out, I'm like, the and um, she says, she told me, well, it just has to go through Universal for approval, you know, because they're, you know, it's an official event and, you know, right. cool. So mine did not get approved. A lot really? of the people's stuff did not get approved because of licensing issues. Mm. So like if I was like, I did that Princess Leia piece a few right. years back, that's no way that's ever getting yeah. in. It would have to be an official Disney gallery. Gotcha. 
because they have the licensing, you know, like I would not make prints of that piece. I gotcha. would not put it on a t-shirt, you know? So yeah. I think that that might, um, if you look at pop gallery, I think the stuff is all pretty original cartoony versions. Like if it's uh, star yeah. Wars, it's like not like right. the way I paint. Gotcha. So I have a feeling there might be some licensing issues involved in that sort of thing. I think if you're, however, one of like Disney's official artists, mm -hmm. I have a feeling, I mean, obviously then that right. changes everything. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, and Disney's pretty litigious, so yeah, you gotta be are. pretty careful with I've them. Heard, yeah, I've heard stories. Yeah, um, <laughs> Universal's pretty cool because yeah, except they didn't want to accept my Laura Dern painting. <laughs> but like at the gift shop, they they almost want you to put stuff like that in there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. like I have uh, Monster and the Bride up there. Awesome. On VHS tapes, and oh, very cool. they love that stuff. I wonder Michelle how they had would... some, and they actually took them and put them in another spot for Halloween. Mm -hmm. Like they're cool with that stuff. That's cool. Yeah, I wonder how it is with like if you were doing something from one of their most more recent properties. I wonder how that would. Yeah, work I, out. I, I I'm wonder. Not, I'm not. That's a whole other end of the whole art spectrum that I just True. know so little about. Well, they are getting a part of the money, so. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. <laughs> uh, so. knows? Uh, I wound up not doing the show. No. Yeah, because I just couldn't think of what am I going to paint. It's just, you know, I would I yeah. couldn't think of it. I'm not going to paint a dinosaur, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not going to, so. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, that was my experience with that. Yeah. I'm just with copyright issues and, you know, got to kind of fly under the radar with some of that stuff. You do. You yeah. do. Like, don't hashtag certain things. Yeah. Do you use a lot of hashtags? You know, I use a few. Yeah. I was always told, like, don't use too many. Yeah. Like, use a little a few. I definitely wouldn't be hashtag Disney anything, no. though. <laughs> or yeah. at Disney. Yeah, no. I don't do that either. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I use a few. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I was going to ask you about something. Oh, I wanted to ask you about your colored... Um, skin tones. Uh-huh. Is there a particular reason you do that, or is it just something that you wanted to do one day? Oh. Or are they a series? Oh, or? yeah. They were um, a series for um, a gallery um, up in Buffalo, New York, mm -hmm. um, and uh, I really love Revolution Gallery. And, yeah, I just wanted to try, like, a little bit more backlit. Like okay. a little bit more of like a backlit look where, you know, most of the light was in the background, kind of reversed the idea of like having the bright, the thing, yeah. you know, the subject matter being um, the focus um, with like the higher contrast, brighter colors and the background gotcha. being fading back. So it was just, you know, just played around with that. That's really cool. Yeah, I had fun on those. They're little itty bitty um, eight by 10 paintings. Oh, nice. And yeah, they're, they're still up there. Um, it's hard for me to paint the way I want to paint small. And I love these with the thank you with these little things going. Those are fun to work on. It, it, it's totally eighties, yeah, and nineties actually. Yeah, it is kind of yeah eighties nineties. Yeah, I mean like, that's that's an that's nineties prints and nineties uh David Bowie. Love you. Yeah, a lot of people forget, but like if you look at Saved by the Bell, it's got that stuff in it. It does. You know? Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, it so does. That's like perfectly nineties. Yeah. And she died in the 90s, Diana. She did die so in the 90s. That's so funny. It's almost like, um, um, I forget the word, but it's like you're doing it without 
really thinking about doing it. <laughs> like, oh, I, I, I thought about doing it. This yeah. is my tra- they're like Trapper Keeper paintings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. They're definitely very intentional. Um, they're really bright and colorful. I don't think I'm, you're going to see anything quite that no. bright and colorful from me anymore. Yeah. No. Nah, I don't think so. Ooh, I love these. Those are up at Parlor Gallery in um, Ashbury Parlor? Park. I, oh, no, those things were crazy. They're big. They were. I. They were definitely a little departure, and I think they're still sitting up there. I think they're probably a little too intense for someone to hang yeah. them up on their wall. Yeah, Adrian did some custom frames for them. I'm not sure if there's. If you click on them, there might be a picture of them in their frames. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I think there's. But I'm just like completely. Yeah, right. there you go. Um, I just love these old like Soviet um, monuments that then they just like. These just giant, brutalist, like, chunks of concrete. And I did those right before the 2016 election. Oh, yeah. And maybe nobody wants Soviet-themed art after that. Um, (laughs) But it was kind of interesting. I was like, oh, okay. But, yeah, I I love those pieces. Um, Your ideas. I don't usually love my own stuff that much, but I love those. If it's not a theme piece, do your, or, like, for a theme show, like, um, do your ideas just kind of pop into your head? Or You know... Because you talked about the election, it's like, did you... Maybe. Did you consciously it was, think about It was that? like um, one of the lectures we used to have in one of our classes had mm-hmm. a lot of those Soviet monuments in them. They were, it was um, a lecture about negative space. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those monuments work really well with negative space. And I just really loved them. And I think, yeah, I, I think I was probably thinking about, you yeah. know, growing up in the 80s and the Soviet Union was like the big scare and you know you look at those monuments now and you think wow you know that was such a different time and it it fell apart and you can see like it's just gone and just then you know the re-emergence of like Russia as our boogeyman Mm -hmm. again I mean I think we've got a lot of boogeymans out there and the main one probably being climate change but I guess you know they're all interconnected right um but uh maybe yeah in the back of my mind you know they weren't meant to be like political pieces none of my work is like overtly political yeah but um yeah i can see that i can see that yeah you saw my post yesterday about um that one painting it's just like from here down Mm -hmm. and um i've found recently and i just it's almost like i subconsciously did this where i'm not focusing on ideas anymore because i feel like oh yes i did i did the art that i do isn't an idea you know what I mean like like as far as ideas go like like um you and cake and people like that you do it perfectly but like I don't paint that way so it's like really difficult to get an idea across the way that I paint you know what I mean and I do I don't think I have ideas either though no you just I just paint people and cats yeah true but like with the (laughs) Soviet thing that's kind of like an idea but but it was really just an aesthetic decision and yeah. I think maybe subconsciously I think we all have ideas but is it but True. maybe we just are our intentions are different like maybe okay. you know your intention is this is a study I want to get better at this I just want to yeah. paint something that looks a certain way there's the, there's an idea in there it just might not be the number one reason that you're making I gotcha. art I feel like that's me too is I'm just like aesthetically I paint ca- I love cats but I paint cats because they're aesthetically pleasing they yeah. have a round circle circular head they have big eyes they have like very human facial proportions they're very easy to plop into a composition 
True. They just are. They work. They're really, so they work well. So it's not necessarily that I have, like, I would say my initial is just like thing is I got a show. I got to do a painting for this show. What am I going to do? Uh, is it going to be a cat? Is it going to be a person? Who am I interested in? People-wise, yeah. what am I, you know, pop culture, which I love, um, or what am I interested in as far as doing animal work? I mean, gotcha. I love animals. All my tattoos are animals. I love animals. Um, love nature. I'm yeah. concerned about nature. Um, so, but I think as far as, like, idea work, I see pieces that are much more strong con conceptually than mine is. Right. I, I mean, as far as, like, concept work. I got you. So I guess maybe that's the difference between having an idea for you have ideas for your stuff. I mean, I'm going to paint a face. I'm going to paint my friend Jen. You know, I'm going to do this thing. You know, I want this piece to look a certain way. I want it to have this X amount of contrast. I would say those mm -hmm. are ideas. But is it like highly conceptual? You know, okay, yeah. Maybe that would be the difference. Um, and I'm not a conceptual artist at all. Me and, either. You know, I thought that would be like a <laughs> a good way, almost to like cheat is to just be conceptual and not like try to make <laughs> almost like um uh, Mulholland Drive where there's like no point you know what I mean where it's <laughs> the like the point is to make me scream twice and yeah. jump out of my seat exactly <laughs> that's what happened yeah. <laughs> good <laughs> but lord it, um, like the last time we went to Basel Michelle stepped on what she thought was a rug and it was an art piece you know what I mean that type of thing yeah where it's like it's yeah. it's it's I don't like, know, it's weird. It's MFA art. Yeah. yeah, it's like you get your master's and all of a sudden you're doing that. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, but that's going to going to art school and you were, we were very, I was not really ever pushed on my technical stuff. Like I just, mm -hmm. you just, you learn technical from right. going to school, but I was really always pushed on concept and concept, 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 have a concept, be able to defend that concept, have ideas and, you know, and I think that's great. And I think, you know, yeah. that's. I, you know, I'm just not a conceptual artist, but yeah. I, I appreciate it when I see it and I like it. I mean, the art that I like is I like abstract art. I like gotcha. conceptual art. I love that stuff. And I'm always like, man, these people are amazing and deep and they do this beautiful yes. work and it touches me. Yes. And then I'm going to go paint a cat. <laughs> <laughs> right. One of the f I know my limitations. <laughs> one of the like, most recent pieces that were like that was the skull vomiting confetti you know that one where it's like a sculpture and it's like the skulls like way back here from the wall uh-huh and it's like probably got a, a metal rod or something holding it together uh -huh. and then it's confetti coming out of his mouth oh. and going all over the wall it's pretty fun yeah and that it's was fun. like i was like I have the perfect place for that in my house. No, Me too. <laughs> I'll, I'll move something. Uh, I'll move my TV. I don't know. My um, my dad, he does, um, now he's retired from doing architecture, he does um, art films. And there's hmm. like, and they're extremely, extremely conceptual. And it's like he takes old like stock footage and he mixes it all together and does either he has, you know, finds music or he composes his own oh, cool. soundtracks for it that are like, you know, all electronic That's stuff. That's great. Oh man, it's so cool. And it's, you know... It's like so different. Can you, you know, find it online? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay. um, yeah, write that down on there oh. and remind me, and I'll uh, I'll definitely All right. make sure I get that to you. Because yeah, he has a um, Vimeo. He has a Vimeo that you can look at. All yeah, his stuff's awesome. He's shown at um, in a bunch of different film festivals and art shows. And, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I want to get his stuff. Um, he when I used to years and years ago, I was on the curating committee for the first Thursdays mm -hmm. um, for. Um, Oma? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did that for like seven years. And so they have that great auditorium that has yeah. nice movie theater kind of situation. So a couple of his films oh, that's showed cool. during some of the shows. Yeah, Film that was really nice. Right 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. He's got a kind of. He's got. He's kind of. It's an art piece, but it's also a film. So it's kind of film festivals. It's. I don't know how to describe it. It's mm-hmm. like it's almost like a gallery setting. Okay. Might be better in some cases, but um, a lot of film festivals that do more experimental stuff, yeah. then it fits in really well with gotcha. that. Yeah, because it's Maybe not... Maybe there should be like an experimental section of a film festival. I wonder if there is. That I should look cool. into that. Yeah. It'd be nice if we had more space for video art in Orlando. I know Snap yeah. does it once right. in a while. And I know there's like Art Not Places had like mm-hmm. a lot of... but. I love, I love video art. And you go to some museums and you just, I've seen such amazing video art and it just yes. really moves. It's moving, you know, yeah. it can like really like wreck you. I just watched um, the um, Dolly and that French guy film where they, they cut the yeah, eye. Yeah. I just put that on the other day while I was doing some stuff and I'm like, man, it's so cool. Like, it's so interesting that a moving picture came out of someone's mind like that. Like it's so abstract and so surreal and there's like commentary about the surrealism in it, which is really interesting. It's a good film. I remember seeing that one in art school. Yeah. I've seen it a few times since. Did you see the one um, there's some animators for Disney did? Because Dali was supposed to do an animated one for Disney Disney, and then years later they did it. Yeah. Oh man, I saw that and I was like crying and that was just that was beautiful too. Yeah, it you know, was. I love Dolly. Me too. Was, you know, growing up in Sarasota, the Dolly Museum was always, you know, it's not that far away. Not far away at all. Yeah, yeah. every year, he, my art teacher in high school would take, um, like the, the higher classes. I I don't know how you would describe them. Mm-hmm. And then the AP kids to um, Ringling and the Dolly Museum in one day. And yeah. that was always cool. That's the best day. Yes. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. and That's really cool. He was like, re- well, he's still around, but um, he doesn't teach anymore. But he was very involved as an art, art teacher. Like, um, there's so many artists that come from that school. And my class had 200 people in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a oh, tiny wow. place. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. But, like, he was so like such a good teacher and so passionate about it that everybody loved it except for a few that didn't get along with him Mm -hmm. it wasn't the art it was him because he's pretty wild guy but like there's so many people that came out there's tattoo artists there's sculptors that is awesome yeah there's people that do murals for like tijuana flats and stuff like that that is cool full time and like i'm doing scenic you know what i mean it's just like out of this little tiny school so he, really cool. he always focused on that, like making sure that we loved art. It's like those teachers who make that big difference. I yeah. mean, I had uh, two at, I mean, I had a really good high school art teacher. She mm-hmm. was really, she, she whipped us into shape and got us ready nice. for school. But then in college, I had two teachers who really, I mean, all of them were really good, but it was like um, Leslie Lerner was a paint teacher, but he also taught like so I did take a couple, I, sh- I should take it back. I took one painting class and it was called figure painting. Mm-hmm. So we'd have a figure model who would just pose for days in the same pose okay. and you paint them. And I tried a couple and I'm like, man, I hate doing this and I don't want to do this. And so I would just start painting whatever. I'd maybe yeah. paint her hand and then I'd paint like a unicorn and then I'd paint like, okay. you know, this like, you know, like a cat holding a knife and all this <laughs> crazy stuff. And this was like back in the early nineties and, yeah. you know, I was doing this goofy pop art and, you know, he really encouraged me. He would be like, that's good. That's good. Keep doing that. And he, like, he encouraged oh, a great. kind of art that was very different from what 
everyone else was doing yeah. at school. I mean, and I was in an amazing class. Everyone was doing amazing things, but I was definitely one of the ones who was doing this more like kind of goofy, oh, I guess, so pre-pop cool. surreal stuff, you yeah. know, where it was just like, and, you know, he really encouraged me instead of being like, what is that? Go back to, yeah. you know, painting this vase or whatever. And, and that's, so that was a huge influence and he was really helpful. And he was like, he encouraged me to go to California. He wanted me to go to oh, Cal yeah. arts for grad school. He's like, you should keep, you know, so it was nice. Cause I was such a Disney nerd and still am. And I wanted to be an animator and it was a way to kind of take my love of that kind of style and apply it in a fine arts way. I was going to say that. That's, yeah. That, I, so. I can see why you would do that being someone who wanted to be an animator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I really um, appreciated that. And you know, he passed away a few years ago. Oh, and he bad. was a huge influence. He was definitely one of those teachers where either you loved him or you hated him. Like, yeah. I, they, people would drop his class because he was kind of a hard ass, but he was yeah. really good. The other was... Um, Kevin Dean, who um, he, I didn't take art classes from him. He taught humanities classes within yeah. their like history of art kind of stuff. And he also ran the gallery where I worked, um, oh, cool. Selby Gallery. And he, um, and I also babysat his kids for like a couple years. You know, so I was really, you know, it was like part of his family in That's a lot of great. ways. I mean, he's just a real mentor and like in so many ways and just like so many good, gave me so many good ideas and so much encouragement. And he passed away a few oh, years ago too. too. And, you know, those two, you know, it was a huge loss for the art community in general, but I mean, they influenced a ton of people and that's, it is. I'm going to cry. Great. I'm not going to cry. Don't cry. I'm drink my water. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, when you have those instructors that make that difference and, you know, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's really, it's awesome. I'm yeah, glad you is. had someone like that, that, yeah, you know, encouraged too. you. He's, you know? and we still keep in contact. Like, he's like, oh, I'm so proud of you doing, doing yeah, you're kicking and ass. And it's awesome. Shit. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So. I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you're doing these podcasts and doing the art shows and, you know, the Orlando art scene, I feel like it gets gets here and then it's here, you know, yes. up and down and up and yes. down. And, I, you know, I think, you know, it's never going to be the venues. It's always going to be the people that make it worth a damn. Absolutely. I always you say know? that it's a very community based yeah. um, scene, if you want to call it a scene. You yeah, know, I don't even like... show here that much, but I love that there's so many artists here that are supportive of each other and yeah, that exactly. when I do and I see them and then I go out and I and everyone's and just great like, artists there's so many great artists yeah and you know I think I, I kind of wonder what would happen what would Orlando have been without the parks coming in yeah I don't know Lakeland I mean Lakeland's nice but don't yeah. get me wrong but I wonder if it would have stayed agricultural or I don't know I mean I moved here in the 90s so I don't I don't I, I yeah. wasn't alive before the theme parks opened but <laughs> right I think you know we love them and we hate them, but boy, I think we have so many cool, creative people here because of it. We've, I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. I, I had no job opportunities in Sarasota. What was I going to do? So right. you know, I was working. I was a secretary, and I move here, and I'm painting scenery. You know, right. I'm painting buildings. I'm like, what? Yeah. So, and, well, I think that's a good way to end it. We've been going ah. for. About an hour. What? So well, that went fast. It doesn't seem like it, does it? No, nah, it was a nice conversation. I agree. It was good. fun. I'm usually kind of negative. This was a positive experience, <laughs> oh. which I probably needed today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, kind was, of an old grouch. It was good having you on. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Thank you, Jeff. It. I'll talk to you somewhere sometime yeah. later. Yeah. Let's see me out. Yeah. Yeah. Later.